Welcome to the NASPP's Equity Expert Podcast Series. My name is Kathleen Cleary, and I'm the Education Director for the NASPP. Today, we're going to talk about what women want. And before all the men listening think I'm going to give you relationship advice, or maybe you all ought to tune out, don't. This applies to you as well. It's critical information in the workforce today. We're going to talk about what women want related to bridging the equity comp gap, investing, and pay gap. So before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that this podcast is actually one of a series of podcasts on various interesting and educational topics, primarily related to equity and careers in equity. You can access the entire podcast series at naspp.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast series, so then you'll get an email whenever we post a new episode. You can also find our podcast series on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So let me introduce our speakers for today. First, we have Sarah Schoff, Relationship Manager and member of the Stop Plan Services team at Charles Schwab & Company. Sarah's primary focus over the last decade has been equity compensation, administration, and accounting. Prior to joining Schwab, she worked with both public and private companies at Solium, and she also worked as a client service manager at Equity Methods. Our second speaker is Crystal Dykstra, a financial planner with Charles Schwab Executive Services in San Francisco. She's worked in the financial planning world for over 14 years, and prior to joining Schwab, Crystal worked at E-Trade and USAA Wealth Management. Her focus is on client personal financial investing education, and she believes that knowing is empowering. So that leads us directly into our podcast. Welcome, Sarah and Crystal. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having us. I was excited that the momentum from our attendees from our session last year continues. We had a great turnout, and I was inspired by that and excited to see that into this year as well. Yes, I should mention that something similar to this podcast was presented at our 27th annual NASPP conference. We did have a great turnout and a lot of very excited attendees. So we realized that there was really a need to talk about this further and hence this podcast. So as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk about bridging the equity comp in investing and pay gap for women and how to ensure that your female participants understand how to use their equity awards to help them reach their personal financial goals. So let's just start with why. Why is the topic of women and equity compensation an important one today? Sure. As women, there are the same significant financial challenges that we have as men, but there are more of us in the workplace. In the workplace, our numbers are getting stronger and there's more in higher education, but that also we're still responsible primarily in most cases for raising kids, for taking care of elderly parents, and we also live longer. So we end up with less money in retirement when we should actually have more money in retirement. And there's still the case, I think, that we all hear about where we make less for every dollar than our male counterparts. Um, there's definitely change that we've seen. I would say more, uh, we've all heard about recent events, politics, and so our voice is getting stronger, but this is a case where statistically, we still need to consider our financial independence and it's not something that I would say I've really seen at least my friends, myself. I'm taking kind of a, a bigger role for myself, 
but it's not something that we've typically done in the past. Yeah, and I think it's really important. You know, we women today face financial risks that typically men don't. And it's what Sarah had mentioned. We live longer, we end up making less money, and it puts us behind. When we reach retirement age, we wake up in retirement and we're, we're a little behind. And so the conversation today is just so important so that we have time before we wake up at retirement to get things on track. And so that's why we think it's really important to start talking about this, to bridge that gap between what women make and what they can make and what they should be doing financially to make sure they wake up in retirement feeling safe and secure. Well, that would be ideal. And again, for the men listening, it's not that this doesn't apply to you. You may be a boss, a coworker, you may be a life partner, and you want to ensure that your life partner has all of the tools she's going to need. And actually, that leads us into our next question. So I mentioned this topic was presented at our 27th annual conference in September, we presented it as a 25-minute power session. And I know that there was a great response from the attendees. So, uh, Crystal and Sarah, what did you hear from the conference attendees about this topic? Yeah, so this, I would say this really resonated with attendees. And it was something that I also felt inspired by. We had um, a lady in our very first session, which I think really set the stage and our energy for the rest of the power sessions that you could tell had been through a lot in the past week. She'd recently lost her father and she was working with her mother to get account finances and things in order. And she frankly said, this is not something that my mother took care of. My father took care of this. And you could see her pain having to got, kind of go through this, pick up the pieces, figure out how to access some of those accounts still but it was, uh, it's changing, but it is typically been on the mail uh, in the household. And so she was helping her figure that out. And, and this speaks exactly to that, that we need to take ownership of our finances, understand, ask questions for ourselves, our own parents, our own children and families. Another thing is just getting to the conference. We kind of have our list. If the dad needs to drop off kids, and where do I even drop the kids off? We take care of the doctor's appointments. So why are we also not taking care of where is my investment account or my brokerage account? How do I access it? And am I on track? Yeah, I would say too, one of the most surprising things for me to witness at the conference last September was, first of all, the, the amount of interest. We, we had pretty full rooms each time we presented. And I think we presented five times. And I think I came in under the assumption okay, these are all women in equity compensation. They're clearly already experts in many areas of their financial life. And I think that assumption shouldn't be made just because we're in equity compensation when putting, trying to put all the pieces of our financial life together. Like Sarah mentioned, uh, the, the daughter trying to track down mom's assets and retirement money and things like that and not knowing how to go about doing that. We got to start providing some education and piecing things together so that women ca can take advantage of the knowledge out there and the education out there so that their own financial life, again, is just in a better place as, as we grow and gain in knowledge that, again, we wake up at retirement and we have that security and confidence because we've been doing things all along to get us there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crystal, I think that you made a good point. Just because we're in equity, you would think that we're all over this. But I think so often it ends up being a case of, you know, do as I say, not as I do. It's something that our own personal finances, we kind of let, you know, fall by the wayside and we maybe don't pay too much mm-hmm. attention to it. So we have to be just as diligent as we are with educating our, our employees. So, you know, I have my own specific financial retirement plan and I have stuffed my mattress with cash. Do you guys think I'm good to go? (laughs) Oh, Sarah, can I answer this one? (laughs) Yes, please. Oh, cash and retirement. It's a great great question and a good comment. We get that often. You know, here's another one of the risks we women tend to face and it has to do with our own personalities in that we typically prefer security over taking a little risk, which over time, that risk could put us in a better place, it still might be too uncomfortable. So we choose security. And one of those ways that that personality trait comes out is keeping most of our long-term money in cash, which as we know, doesn't earn anything. And so, you know, I like to quote Warren Buffett a lot since I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, but he said, the most dangerous long-term investment that anyone can have is cash. So if you are at least five years from retirement, you are not going to want to have a whole portfolio or a retirement account full of cash just because it doesn't earn anything. And because of inflation, which just means everything gets more expensive, we feel it every day. We go to the grocery store, things are getting more expensive. And because of that, that nasty thing called inflation, our money has to outpace that rate of inflation. It has to grow faster than what inflation does over time. So that means we shouldn't be all in cash. And so we're going to want a balanced, diversified uh, retirement plan full of some cash, but also full of some bonds in the bond market and also some stock market exposure. So it all depends on that balance, depending how, how old you are and how far away from retirement you actually are. But then remember, retirement can be up to 30, 40 years long. So we got a plan for a long road. All right. Well, maybe I'll see what I can do with my cash here. Although it does feel <laughs> quite comfortable to sleep on. I have to admit, I have control. I know where it is. Anyway. Well, uh, what other points should we leave our audience with today so that they can have some ideas about how to deal with this in their own lives? Yeah, one of the things that we, ha- we had a quiz and it, it didn't, completely surprised me, but one of the things is just there really is more confidence on our male counterparts when they answered some of the questions that I know will be listed on the website, but, um, you know, they answer them more confidently. They seem to know more answers, even if or they listed that they knew more answers, even when they admitted that they didn't. Whereas a lot of our female counterparts, I would say, they said they, they wouldn't raise their hand and they wouldn't answer the question. So I think first off, and one thing that I probably sounded like a broken record, but educate yourself and have more conversations when it comes to your financial plan or what are, hey, friend, what are you investing in or what are you looking at or what do you think about this? It needs to be a part of our conversation. And just statistically, there aren't enough of those conversations. There aren't enough of us in finance, in leadership and kind of those higher roles, we, there just aren't enough of us yet. So until we have the numbers, we have to make sure that we're networking, we're educating ourselves, we're informing 
everybody, males and females, and having those conversations. Yeah, I think mainly it's the takeaway is get engaged. First of all, get engaged in your own financial life. And I think women for so long have been left out of the investment and the personal financial planning conversations. We've seen statistics, hey, dads tell their sons about investing and retirement, but moms didn't hear it from their parents, so moms aren't telling their daughters. And so I think especially for for those in equity compensation, you get a piece of the, the stock portion of your financial life and those of your colleagues and employees, but that's a piece. And so start there and then start building on your foundational knowledge to be rich. You just need some foundational knowledge that we all need. It's a shame we don't get it at all in any of our, our educational institutions, junior high, high school, college, we don't get to learn this personal financial planning stuff, but learn where you can. Like Sarah said, have the conversations. But if we can learn what a stock is, what a bond is, what cash is, how those three things are different and how the three of them react and interact with each other in a couple different times of market weather, once we have that, we can be pretty confident that we can be good investors and have a good financial life set up for ourselves over the rest of our lives. Right. And Sarah mentioned a list of questions we'll go ahead and post with this podcast. And Crystal, I think, alluded to a few of them. But exactly, do you know the difference between a stock and a bond? And, you know, why my mattress stuffed with cash is not a good idea, things like that. (laughs) And if you know, does your mom know? Does your sister know? For the men that are listening, you know, you may be dads. Does your daughter know? Do you have the talk with your daughter just as much as you have it with your son so that, you know, someday your daughter will be that woman that, um, you know, we met at the conference that was trying to help her mother because her mother hadn't learned that. So it's important information. And, and I think, as I said, when I introduced Sarah and Crystal, that Crystal believes that learning is empowering. So to the extent we can empower the women that we work with, our, our mothers, our sisters, our neighbors, uh, we'll all make better financial decisions. Any final words, Crystal or Sarah? I think we covered everything, but reach out to us if there are other questions. We'd love to help. <laughs> get engaged. Get, um, in started, get started learning. Great advice. Well, this was a great podcast. I think it spoke to a, a lot of people in our audience and, and a lot of our members. And hopefully you all learned something uh, today listening. I know I certainly did. I have some work to do. So I just want to thank uh, Sarah and Crystal for sharing their time and their expertise with us today. And I hope you all can take the steps that you need to start your own financial planning if you haven't already. Thank you to all of you who listened in today as well. And just remember that you can access all the podcasts in the Equity Expert series at NESPP.com or you can search iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher. Thank you so much, everyone.